When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. sound review uh lou what's going on i'm suffering from halloween withdrawal right now oh my god well we're almost done we only got another 18 more albums to go oh for the love of christ we're doing all the singles as well oh (laughs) (laughs) and then all the live albums (laughs) and then all the live albums and then um some of the compilations and then the um he's released in zimbabwe that no one else has we know and there's a couple of uh, covers albums too, so we'll, we'll get we'll get to all, we'll get to all of it. But uh, for now, we're gonna do Time of the Oath. Um, I think the band really started to uh, get into being Halloween. Finally, I mean, the, the new guys finally fit into the band, and they really made an excellent, excellent album, and uh, really one of my favorites. Not my favorite yet, but we'll get there. But maybe my second favorite album, and uh, with this. They sound like uh, you know, like today's stuff. I mean, it sounds like really overproduced, computerized kind of stuff. This sounds like a real band, and that's why I love them. You know, I, I love Roland's guitars on this, and uh, Uli's drums. Uh, I think this is my favorite drum performance of his throughout his whole entire Halloween career. Some really great Halloween um, uh, drumming on this, especially with the song Mission Motherland. He's all over the place. I used to love playing that song. But... Uh, I'll start with one of you guys first. Uh, Greg, we'll start with you. Lou can go first. Lou, let's sure? start with you. Oh, thanks, Greg. Man. Let's start with you. Right. Lou, let's go with uh, you. Uh, Wait, you let's start with you. Better if he Wait, what's your favorite corner I album? I have physical copies of these, so I can't remember all the song titles off the top of my head. So right. It's easier to just cut in when you guys say. So. All right, go ahead, Lou. We'll start with you. Uh, overall, um, and as much as I love the previous one, Master of the Ring, I thought this was a consistent upgrade. From the previous album. Yeah. It's the Halloween I've become more familiar with. And once again, Dearest's presence in the band just adds to the strength of the songs. Uh, Weekath, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Weikath. Uh, Weikath, sorry. They also call him Weikey. I know that Wyke. for a fact. All right. Weikey definitely shines as the primary songwriter of the band, and the cover songs on here are top notch. I'd have to say it's probably my favorite album overall so far, as it's not just a continuation of the previous album, which is perfect, but kicked up. A huge notch. Bam. Emerald bam. 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 Some salt. Uh, yeah. uh, this album is uh, loosely based on Nostradamus. Uh, some songs have to deal with that. I don't know, even know why they bring that up. But well, It's a better album on Nostradamus than Judas Priest Nostradamus was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also on here, they have a, a In Memory to Ingo, because uh, he died not too long ago before this was uh, released. And uh, they just write, Together we have been through both beautiful and rough times. Your place in Halloween's history will be forever. Our memories remain as well as our gratitude. So I, I was very upset when I opened up the CD and saw that in there. I'm like, he's dead. 
like that really pissed me off because th- then he was never coming back to the band you know maybe i thought was maybe young, he was like 28 right i don't know how old he was but yeah, yeah i know he was yeah. Yeah. shame so it sucked but you know they they put out a really great album on here and then i also I, one of my favorite covers because it all also brings back the uh keepers one cover in a way you know with the uh, guy yeah. and um I love the inside thing too because it kind of you know keeps the Master of the Rings theme going on in there too as well, and so a really cool thing with the album cover. Yeah, um, I, I like the album cover. It bridges the past and the present very yep. well. Well, present at the time. So. Yeah, but uh, some really cool songs on here. Uh, it starts off with "We Burn." I think that's a good song. It's a little song. weird with the vocals. It's but it's a good song. Yeah, I like what he does. I I don't I get. I noticed online when I was reading stuff, other people were saying about this and they were bitching about how his vocals are layered on some songs. But mm-hmm. I, re- I, I, I really think it works um, as a strength here. I think his vocal performance is much better on this than Master of the Rings. Well, this oh, is yeah. just such a step up from Master of the Rings. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. this is totally full circle evolution of Halloween here. Yeah, you can, They're comfortable you can... with each other. Exactly. They're writing well together. And uh, so, and then Steel Tormentor, another really great song. Uh, they do that one on their live album too, and that actually yeah, made they. me more of a fan. Yep, they made uh, more of a fan of that song when I heard it live. So yeah, because Roland Grapphouse sings, sings on that one too. Uh, Wake Up the Mountain, another really good one. Uh, Power, they do that live a lot. That's when they get the crowd going too, and they overextend that song to like eight minutes, and it's annoying. Yeah, that one I'm not really crazy about, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah but I like it. It's an okay anthem song. Uh, Forever in One, I, this is where the ballads are kind of not really clicking with me a little bit. Yeah. But, probably my favorite song over this whole entire thing, Before the War. Never heard them do a song like this before. You know, it, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the older uh, Walls of Jericho type stuff with the speed and everything, but uh, it's just very well put together on here, and uh, it's just one of my favorite songs. Very catchy throughout the whole thing. Like I said, with Uli's drums, his the, the drum patterns before they get into the chorus part are just it just blows my mind. Like the, the drum things that he would do on this. It's just an awesome, awesome song. Uh, and a million to one. A little wonky song, but I actually like it. I think it's a, it's a pretty decent song. So that uh, concludes side one. So, Greg, you want to comment on anything? Besides what you want um, to do, no, don't really have anything to add there pretty much covered it uh but i like a million to one too but that is a weird song yeah it's a little weird but it, it's not a bad song it's it's a good one i wouldn't really skip it uh lou is this is the first time you've heard this album lou yes wow hmm. why are you um, so late on listening to Hall- halloween again because halloween was never one of those bands that i was exposed to until i was in college remember uh short backstory First song from Halloween I ever heard was I Want Out, but it was not the Halloween version. It was the Hammerfall version. And the first album I ever heard from them, which was the only album I ever heard from them, up until the time where I was asked to cover the entire discography, was Metal Jukebox, which, as everyone knows, is a fucking covers album. (laughs) (laughs) However, Uh... being that Wayne has become one of my bosom buddies lately... I can't help but not be influenced by him to listen to Halloween because he never hear let me hear the end of it if I didn't. So. <laughs> Are you enjoying your journey so far, though? There's been some up and downs, obviously, but 
Well, uh, think of it as an inverted bell curve. Started out high, went real low, but it's high again. And I can honestly say that Dearest has truly made me a fan of the band. Mm. Yeah. I, I think he made such a, a, a great fit to the band. And then, all, yes. like I said, all these musicians that are on these albums that we're discussing as of now in these episodes, uh, they're just, this is the, the best version of Halloween to me, in my personal opinion, ever. It, even with the Pumpkins United, this is still your favorite. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right, what do you think of side one? Um, I thought we burned just when you thought it was safe. They're back, and this track burns and rips. I loved it. Seal Tormentor, my second favorite song. Wake Up the Mountain, The Chorus Alone, third favorite mm. song. Power, why does Waiki not get credit as a musician and as a songwriter? He's like Ingve and Vinny with 10 times the talent and skill, in my opinion. Mm. And by Vinny, I mean Vinny Vincent. Sorry, Greg, I know you like I Vinny, but... <laughs> okay. But that is actually my favorite on the album. So. Oh, wow, cool. Uh, Forever in One... Um, I thought it was a great ballad. I thought it was at least worthy of this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not a terrible song. Uh, Before the War, very reminiscent of Walls of Jericho, adding to what you said, Wayne. And uh, I thought it added to the greatness of the album. And Million to One closes out side one, right? Yeah. Um, what did I say about that? Proof that you could be melodic and powerful, not syrupy. Yeah, True. Interesting. Uh, side two. Anything I like the Scorpions my... when they went in 1996. Sorry, I had to throw that out there. God, we always got to... Scorpions are a huge influence on them, so it's okay. Yeah, we'll get to that come Metal Jukebox. <laughs> uh, side two. Anything my mama don't like. I mean, I like that song. Very weird title. Weird type of song, but I think it's kitchy. cool. It's a catchy little song. Greg's Cat- catchy it. and kitschy. Yeah. Greg. It's all right. Probably my least favorite on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not putting it on a compilation or anything, but it's it's yeah. a decent song. Uh, again, Kings Will Be Kings. Every, a little bit familiar with the Before the War in a way because it's you know a fast song. I like that song a lot. Very catchy. Good chorus. Me too. I like Before the War better. Yeah, yeah. No, Before the War is way better. Way you alone. Um. Regarding Kings Will Be Kings, if I speak any more of this album's greatness, I'm afraid people might think I'm on Wecky and Marcus's payroll. <laughs> so, uh, I love it. But, yeah. you know, I may have to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. No, I'm not on the Halloween payroll. I might be. You're not? I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give any secrets away. I heard things, Wayne. I heard yeah. things. Don't let it get out, please. Uh, All right. Mission Motherland. Very weird song. Weird... Um, especially for them, you know, it's about aliens, and they don't do many songs about aliens. They have a couple songs about aliens, but this one is fully alienish and everything, and with them coming to Earth and all this crap. And it's a really cool song. There's a lot of shit going on in this song. It's not. It's almost a nine-minute song. Uh, but I, I think it's really, like I said earlier, one of my favorite drum performances on the whole album. Because Uli does a lot of like um, I don't even know what you call them like quadruplets or whatever, and in certain parts like this or whatever. But it's just I don't know. There's there's so many really cool things in that song. I think it's really good. What do you guys think of that song? Because I know it's kind of weird. I like it. It's a good epic. You do like the it? drums definitely make it, but that's one of the best songs on here. Hmm. Interesting. Good. I love it. I thought it was a return to epic Halloween. So really, yeah. I have nothing bad to say about it. 
my god. Uh, if I knew, I, I could throw that song away. If I knew the song sucked, I would have never listened to it. Yeah, that's a filler track. Just, <laughs> yeah. No, to, totally no lasting impression at all. Because no. that, that's one of the things I was going to say, you know, even the ones that drag on Master of the Rings and on this, there's generally something memorable about them, but not that Not track. that one. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Oh, my God. You're fired. <laughs> Fine. Wrong. Uh, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll let you like that song. Thank I'm you. Glad that you I'm glad that you like it because you know it's not one of my favorites. Hey, you know, and he, it's not one of their. You know, I, I, I would imagine it's not a lot of Halloween fans' favorites either. So, it's, some it's, people it's, like vanilla. Some people like pistachio. It's all good. I don't like pistachio either. <sighs> You're fired. <laughs> and how dare you wear a red ghost T-shirt as we're doing this episode? How do you know it's ghost? It's not ghost. It's not ghost. It's a Halloween shirt. If that's a Halloween shirt, then I'm a I'm a Marvin Gaye lookalike. Give me a break. <laughs> All right, Marvin Gaye. Uh, the last song on the album, "Time There's of no the Sexual Oak. Healing." Here, ladies and gentlemen, I swear to you, uh, there might be. Ah, no. What? Move I, didn't, on. I didn't mean me and you. Uh, oh, thank God. Me and Greg. Oh, Greg. What? <laughs> he wasn't even paying attention. Moving right along. Time of the Oath. Uh, I can give or take that song. I mean, it's not one of my really? favorite tracks of the album. Yeah, I, uh, I can give or take it. I love it. I think it's cool. I love the take on the Faust story. That's one of the most interesting tracks on here. It's good, heavy, epic. And Lou, you would you wouldn't recognize this. Uh, that song always reminded me of Chris Benoit's WCW theme song. Uh, wow, I never thought of that before, but you're right. Yeah, he had yeah. two. You mean the one before he joined the Horsemen? Uh, the one that was like, that one? No, no, no. It was after that. It was after the Horsemen, yeah. I don't remember the one after the Horsemen. I actually don't. I'll have to look, look that up. up. But I loved it. It, it kind of reminded me, I mean, although it came out before the album and song Jugulator, it Although I heard Jugulator first, kind of reminded me of Jugulator, so I thought that was a good thing. Epic title track. It's my fourth favorite on the album. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I, 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 again, I, I completely respect the fact that when it comes to Halloween, you are definitely the subject matter expert. I am terrible at remembering things. <laughs> yes. You asked me before if I remembered something, and I I even forgot what you asked me. <laughs> I ask stupid questions. I can't help it because I know, know. But th- those see those things I should know, but it just loses my mind because I'm not a fanatic. You know, I'm not a I'm not a Halloween tard. You know. Oh, you mean like a kiss tard or like a, a maiden tard, tard or yeah. any other tard that gets called out on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ralph and Ian. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. I love the music, but I don't have to be Mr. Know-it-all. I, but back to what I was saying, I mean, when it comes to me, I mean, I'm I'm the newbie here. You're the subject matter expert. So, you know, like, you were there from the beginning. I was only there up until about a couple of weeks ago. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there from the beginning, but I know what you mean. I'm close enough. But I respect uh, it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I want to, do, want to give a shout out to, hold on a minute here. Because he mentioned us the other day, and I forgot to say something. The uh, Gersman? Uh, nope. No, but I've been talking to him a lot lately. Um, I noticed. 
So the next Project Resurrect album going to be a Casio keyboard influenced. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, Metal <laughs> Open Mind. He uh, he mentioned our podcast on his show, and then he also mentioned my band Project Resurrect, which you can get on projectresurrect.bandcamp.com. Uh, so he gave us a nice little shout out, uh, talked about our podcast and where you can find it and all that stuff. And, uh, I really thank him for mentioning us because nobody ever talks about us. So thank you, sir. I have to check him out. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Uh, metal open mind on, on YouTube and iTunes, uh, iTunes, um, uh, Twitter and, and on Facebook as well. So that's that. And, uh, Lou, anything else about time of the oath? Uh, yes. What? what Again, excellent cover songs. Oh, I forgot about the cover songs. Uh, Yeah, see, the stuff I have on my computer that I ripped for my CDs that I used to have, I had all the original versions. I wasn't even really aware that they did these expanded ones until later. Well, I'm I'm fortunate you can get the uh, expanded ones on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. um, There's there's some cool ones on here, and I almost forgot about them, but there are some good ones. Go ahead. The, the the two in particular that really stuck out to me were the Hellion Electric Eye cover that was on the Century Media Judas Priest cover uh, oh, yeah. 96. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, actually remember cool. hearing this on 89.5 WSOU back in the day. Mm. So, you know, technically, my first Halloween song was a Judas Priest cover. Mm. And funny, all your Halloween. Uh, introductions for all cover songs yes and, <laughs> and then the crazy thing is ma- they cover magnetic fields which is actually magnetic field magnetic fields part two from jean-michel Jarret, who is a uh, a french um new age progressive keyboard influenced uh, uh keyboard uh, synthesizer player i remember hearing the original version of the song uh when I was in Greece, I have a cousin in Greece who's a huge fan of his, and this was on heavy rotation on my summer vacations <laughs> in 87, 88, 96, and 2000. So when I heard the uh, <laughs> Halloween version of it, I was like, ah, okay, I like this better. Yeah. And yeah, now they do some really good covers. Uh, what about the other songs? Uh, they like cover them? Rain from Status Quo, and I thought it was a great one. Um, those are actually the only three, everything else oh. is all originals. Uh, take it to the limit. Yeah, yeah. How'd you um, like the original ones? Oh, they were great. I mean, still, I don't st- know is my favorite. I think of the old, old some old. stuff worked better as B sides than as album material. But I will say, time goes by. Probably my favorite Halloween ballad. Really? Yeah. Mm. Eh, I don't like that one either. <laughs> it's okay that we don't like the same stuff. It makes for an interesting I conversation. I like to bust your balls. Uh, but yeah, Take It to the Limit is a really good one too. And uh, Walk Your Own Way is pretty cool too. Light in the Sky, I can throw away that one. Uh, well, that's it for this album. Lou, where can we find your show called Music is Life? Music is Life Podcast.com. There you can listen to all the new episodes. You can link to the YouTube page. And by the way, I'm actually releasing a special episode, the Best of Lou Mavs on the Rat's Eye Review show, oh. so oh. that this way I could bring some exposure to Rat's Eye Review on a different platform and hopefully get some more subscribers. We're a little over halfway to monetization, people. Let's do it. By the end of the year, let's get to 1,000 subscribers. We can do it. We can do it. it we're at 575. And uh, I appreciate everybody who has subscribed. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Too. 
I, when we started this, Greg, I mean, I, I, I figured who's going to watch this, you know, <laughs> I, th- I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought maybe we'll give it like a few months and then we'll just, you know, it'll just disappear into outer space. But uh, we stuck with this now since 2018. I enjoy, I enjoy doing it a lot. I'm glad we've, I do you too. Especially have kept it going. Yeah. I, this is like guys night out. I need this, you know, I don't like my other friends. <laughs> we, dude, we should all start wearing no man shirts. Like we should. Married with children. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that. I'm going to order them. I got to figure out where. <laughs> well, I'm just happy to be a part of it as a new guy still. So thank you, gentlemen. No, we, we love having you. And uh, you've been a, a great um, addition to the show. And uh, I'm glad the other guy that used to be here in your spot is gone. I'm not here to speak ill of anyone <laughs> unless his name is Michael Kiske. Anyway, so just... <laughs> no, I, I, I like him. Uh, I like Nate. Uh, what's he up to anyway lately, Greg? Anything? 510. <laughs> well, he's got a new job, and um, I, I haven't really talked to him since I've been back, to be honest with you, but he's doing good. Uh-huh. That's good. I am friend of him. Uh, so <laughs> we will see. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I like him, but we're not friends. Yeah. Uh, so ratsoutreview.com please check out all our stuff and we will see you guys tomorrow with Better Than Raw what the hell does that mean I don't know see you next time Bye. I do peace for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Lilquist and Eric Adams, no relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City, The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira, Schmackle a to you too, Ralph, The Timo Tolki Podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over. Thank you.